Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome to the Sour Grabs Fightful post-NXT show thing that we do on Tuesdays normally. Dang it! I am really bad at this, Kate. You, you do the introductions. I'm so terrible. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. This is your June 21st NXT post-show review with Alex Pulaski, your host, and myself, Kate Elizabeth, and sometimes my dog, Buster, who's laying on the ground right now. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Leave a thumbs up on this video. What the heck is a humper chat, one might ask? Well... Let me tell you what a humper chat is. It is a URL that our boss came up with (laughs) that functions very similar to a super chat where you can get your statement or question read on air. But here's the thing. Fightful gets to keep a little more of the kashish, a little more of the the Tony D'Angelo kashish. You know what I mean? So if you do that, I know it's kind of like a little bit of a wonky interface, but um, Alex and I want raises because we had to watch this crap tonight. <laughs> um, that was a very good introduction. You're better at that Thank than you. I am. So I like, <laughs> I like botching it intentionally in the beginning and then throwing it to you. So um, the nerd guru says, Hey, Faith, bro, you can't go telling them that you botched it oh, on come on, purpose. Come on. Protect the biz, Listen, it's, the, it's all predetermined. Kate, you and your bangs look gorgeous tonight, says the nerd guru. Oh my gosh, thank you. I have like no makeup on, so that means even more on days like today where uh, my hair looks like this, and I have literally nothing but concealer on. (laughs) So thank you. There you go. There you go. Well, there's no way to conceal the fact that this felt like a terrible episode of NXT 2.0. Yeah, no, this is Kate. this is a swing and a miss like Lash Legend would take with her wiffle ball bat that she brought into the ring in this episode. Yeah, guys, leave a thumbs up because we can't. We there, we're not going to have anything else that's going to be thumbs up inducing on the show tonight. No, I mean, so. like there was there was there was one uh, uh, really good match that I thought advanced the storyline. 
uh, helped um, maybe be the breakout for, for one guy to move away from his terrible tag partner and become a single star. Like, that's good. But, um, like, we'll start out with this, Kate. Like, these the spoilers were out there before two weeks ago when they taped yes. last week and this week. The spoilers were out. I we should them. note that this was a taped episode, taped episode. and that that is because NXT is going back on the road just on their coconut loop in Florida. Um, so they're not hitting the road nationwide, as one might say, but they Can are you imagine? traveling Can you within imagine the state. Putting this, this shit on a money plane for this? No, and flying it to like Montana or something no. and trying to play it there. It would have to be on a very brightly colored jet. It would they would have to fly Spirit Airlines because it's yeah. um cheap and right. colorful. Yeah. It's like a cheap version of wrestling and very bright. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, anyway, these spoilers were out. And as soon as I read, I read the spoilers, obviously, first for, for last week's episode. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then I, of course, like, as you do, you read things in the order that they happen. Correct. Uh, I came to the spoilers for tonight's episode and immediately messaged Kate and said, I'm going to be so friggin angry when this we talk about this episode by far the most alex and i have ever gossiped during an episode and by gossip i mean complained about creative which we're about to do for the next two hours but this was the most i think during an episode that i was messaging you on instagram being like how did you watch raw last night and this in a back-to-back 24-hour period and alex more importantly how are you going to survive i don't know <laughs> i will say this um uh it is a it is a is a good thing that this was a pre-taped episode because if it was live, oh god, Vince McMahon would have found something to come down and soak in the adulation of the rubes, and then and then tell us to tell tell us something that we already knew, like you know, like last night on Raw, he comes out and says John Cena is going to be here next week, which we already knew. There was no reason for you to come out and do that, Vince. That was weird. But like what we, he probably would have come out tonight and go, by the way, NXT is now NXT 2.0 and it's 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 not black and gold anymore, it's rainbow colored. That's what he, he and we were like, Yeah, we know, but anyway. Um your impression of him gets more accurate by the day, and it's alarming because I see more of him on my TV now, so it's like <laughs> oh boy. So so anyway, thank God this was this wasn't live. Um, but what I'm going back to was the first spoiler for this episode was just Grayson Waller defeats Solo Sokoa. And I, I popped a blood vessel. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 it was, why would you do that? And the thing of it is, is that immediately when the episode starts, when the episode starts, they have Solo come out and you hear Vic Joseph say, Starting off the evening with with a with a with a superstar who's got monster momentum right now. So let's squash it. Let's halt his momentum immediately for no good reason whatsoever. What like like do you even hear yourselves? He's got monster momentum. So let's have him lose to Grayson halt Waller. I mean. That would be like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw this out there as a hypothetical. Like if on the main roster they had Matt Riddle job to Omos for some reason, but they would never do that. Of course, 
Of course they would never do. Oh God, they did it last night. They did it last night, didn't they? Um, um yeah. This was actually kind of disappointing to me, not just because of the booking, but I just felt like this match didn't click in the way that I was hoping it was going oh. to and the way that I thought it was going to, which I actually felt a lot of later on in the night as well, which we could talk to when we get to it. But like, I don't know, this just didn't feel like Grayson Waller's best, though he didn't use his ridiculous finisher, which I appreciate. Oh, he did. He did. That's how he won the damn match. I felt like I didn't remember him leaving the ring to get in it. No, he did. He he left the ring. I mean, it's Solo Sokoa who's monster over and like maybe the most over guy you've got on the entire roster. And I will like, say by far the most over guy that has organically gotten over yeah, on the just, roster. Just, like he wasn't shoved down our throats. He was like, he just kind of naturally rose to being a very popular guy through like hard work and being appealing yeah. and being a character and not a gimmick. Um, he, so he's been, he's been, he has been fantastic riding a wave of monster momentum. Um, uh, so much so that like, if, if you told me, okay, um, we're calling up Braun Breaker to, to run a, a major program uh, going into SummerSlam uh, with somebody um and we're gonna we're gonna like we're calling him up. So we gotta we gotta put the title on somebody. Who do you put it on? My like if you're telling you're asking me, I get to make that call. So Sko is the guy. If you're not calling him up, he's just saying NXT. That's the dude because you got to see what he can do uh, with that level of of responsibility put on his shoulders. He's already shown you he can get over like Rover with everybody. So like he's a he's a major top guy, and he's riding a wave of monster momentum. So he loses to Grayson Waller. Who's not, by the way, riding a wave of monster momentum? Correct. Like, like, no, don't don't do that. That's a terrible booking decision. And I was like, he beat him clean too. Like, and everybody said, no, it wasn't. It wasn't clean. No, no, it was clean. Like him taking the turnbuckle pad off halfway through the match, and Solo Sokoa being enough of a friggin' idiot to like run and like put his armpit into the. Like he didn't hit his head on it. He put his armpit into the into the exposed turnbuckle. And that set him up for the run from out of the ring, dive through the rope, somersaulty stunner. I don't know what they call it, but that's, that's the, it. My that's the name for of it. It's the run no. from out of the ropes, jump in, do a somersault stunner. Um it called. makes him look like even more of an idiot because he set himself up for failure. That's a terrible booking decision. It's awful, it's atrocious. It's atrocious what you've done. Yeah, this match was not well agented at all. Um, the only thing that I liked about it was uh, I liked that Grayson Waller went after his feet because they're exposed and he should do that. And that hasn't happened a ton with him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I did not like the way this was put together. I didn't think it highlighted anybody's strengths. I didn't feel like it made anybody look particularly smart. I felt like Grayson Waller... I felt like nobody looked strong in it. Like, so, so Lissacoa didn't look strong because of the booking outcome and Grayson Waller was kind of fighting from underneath the whole time, which a heel shouldn't do because that makes no sense. Um, well, he, like, the, the, the way he reacted to getting out of there with a win, like, Oh yes. my God, I can't believe I beat this guy. Like yeah. you, you should be surprised because you shouldn't have beaten him. You should be surprised. They booked you to win. Um, yeah. 
But uh, like as a top star in the promotion, you shouldn't be surprised that you win. Uh, <laughs> Jay Bringle says the armpit is sensitive, like a video game boss. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. He like like King Hippo has a big bandaid over his belly button, so you know that's where you're supposed to hit him. Right. A lot of people don't know the weak spot for Solo Sokoa is his right armpit. Armpit, yeah, exposed turnbuckle especially. Exposed um, turnbuckle especially. So but the- I will say Solo Sokoa continues to impress me with his... Um, we've talked about it at length before, gimmick versus character. Like, he is a character. He reacts in the ring like he reacts in the ring. Um, he's a really nice blend of fitting in with what the bloodline is doing. Like sometimes his mannerisms remind me a little bit of Roman Reigns, but not like in a copycat way. Like he has whatever cool factor Roman Reigns has for sure. And it's just so stupid that he's not up there in, in this storyline. Um, in, in my opinion, like it, it needs it. They're literally running back him and Brock. You could at least make it interesting in some sort of way. Um, but they're not gonna, so. No, um, no. I mean, this is this is the beginning of a prolonged, I say prolonged because anything longer than one match to me is prolonged, but it's going to be a prolonged Grayson Waller and Solo Sokoa feud to Fine. keep Solo Sokoa away from the championships for a while because they don't have plans for him to be t- champion, and he's too over, Kate. He's too over. We don't have plans for you to be champ, and the crowd wants you to be, but we don't want you to be. So let's just bog you down with this Grayson Waller feud for a while. Cool you off a bit. In a world where they killed everything that was over, it's impressive that they think they have something that's too over, which is exactly, you're 100% right. Like, that's what it is. But they killed any momentum Braun Breaker had. Like, I think he'll be able to recover because he's Braun Breaker, but that feud... I mean, just absolutely, absolutely destroyed him. Melo's doing okay. Um, but, and I guess Roxy is probably the next most over thing on the roster. But we're going to talk about that, won't we, buddy? <laughs> we sure will. Eric Freeds says, hey, Alex and Kate just wanted to say great show. Favorite part of Fightful. Thank you, Eric Freeds. Thank you. That's that sweet. makes me feel very, very good. Um, we try, we it try makes and be entertaining. watching... The crap we just watched worth it. When you guys send in nice messages like that, we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah. um, buddy, if you guys didn't tune in, we're not watching this stuff. <laughs> Bill Alphabet, very helpfully, uh, I believe, uh, has a, a an idea for what we should call Grayson Waller's finisher. Uh, it's called the That's Know Your Finisher. But, but he's... He, <laughs> He's not. The, he's not the Italian guy. He's the no. But say it in his accent now. That's no you fetish, yeah. Yeah, I think that works. That oh, that's not a knife. That's a knife. That's not your fetish. <laughs> that's that's your, finisher. your finisher. There you go. <laughs> Gotta get some crocodile dundee in there. Throw a couple of shrimps on the barbie. There you go. That's Foster's that's a, Australian that's a, for finisher. <laughs> Nailed it. Fosters, feel go. free to email Sean at Fightful.com uh, for sponsorship opportunities like yes. the brilliant read you just received for free right here on yes. the NXT Post Show. Yeah, um, there you go. Um, we got uh, Zach, the AEW mod, says, I just found out I am getting promoted on July 1st. 
I'm happy about this. I love this community and my membership to the SGS. Stay sour, my friends. Oh. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations. Uh, and also, you're in Homer for AEW, I guess, because you put the wrestling that you like in your handle. That's me being an internet mark. There you go. Congratulations, um, though. That's awesome. And we also love the SGS. That's why we're here. Yes. Um, uh, and um, JDB Pringle says Tuesday already. Council of Marks guides our way. Paul Elizabeth, may we always make you proud. Alex continues to be the sourest. Kate continues to add a little sweep. May uh, Gabagool keep us all fat and happy. And with your spirit. Well, at least fat. I don't know. I don't know how happy we can be <laughs> watching this crap. Um, and Paul Elizabeth says, happy solstice to Team Kalex, Sir Pringle, the Council of Marks, and the SGS. Summer starts here. Winter down under. That's, That's right. True. First day of winter in Australia. First day of winter. It's crazy to me. <sighs> I wonder if Austin, uh, Grace and Waller will break out some winter outfits. <laughs> should, some fits. You should just start showing up in a parka and big, big fat gloves. <laughs> well, in, in my country, it's winter. Um, That's a terrible accent. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Orion Ben says pre-taped episode are three things that hap happened that Alex feared: Grayson over Solo, Roxanne's choice, and Verner wrestling. I felt the West promo, laughed at Zaya Cruz, and wondered where Kate was for the porn accountant accountant versus indie <laughs> promo. Alcohol is ready. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I was looking for my porn accountant glasses, but they're not here tonight. Unfortunately. Oh no! I know. How, you're the worst porn accountant ever. I am. I bring your glasses. I look. You know, I need blue light glasses because I'm yep. doing all my number crunching mm -hmm. at night because I'm a porn accountant. Mm -hmm. so. That's when most most porn accountants do their work. It's at night. Yeah, they're nocturnal creatures. Porn yeah, accountants. it's like you guys know I'm a Westwick Mark. Yeah. It's like how they were always writing speeches at two in the morning mm -hmm. and never from nine to five. <laughs> yeah. The batter to one jam beard says team Calix is the sweet and sour sauce that we need oh. every week to deal with 2.0. It's kind of sour and sour tonight, guys. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have a lot of nice to say, but perhaps Linda and Sheila will. Maybe the batter to one jam beard says solo using to losing to wallaby. Paul brother does not surprise <laughs> me with this garbage TV. That is now WWE. <sighs> I mean, if this goes three, I won't hate it as much, but I hate it right now. There you go. <laughs> hey, um, so we got, um, do you remember a guy named Jordan Devlin, uh, AKA um, Finn Balor, but with a, with, but in big head mode? Yes. Like, like, like you, you take both thumbsticks and you, you do them in counterclockwise direction. For five seconds, and all of a sudden, Finn Balor's head grows three th three sizes. Um, that's that's Jordan Devlin, but now he's not Jordan Devlin anymore because apparently, I think that's his real name. That is if his real not, name. and if not, it's a name he's used before on the Indies, and therefore, it's impossible for him to use the name now. So now he's JD McDonough. Which I, you know what? It's honestly, not. It's not a. It's not a former U-boat captain. In it's the not, grand scheme of things. It's I'll one of the JD best McDonough. new names they've given any <laughs> given out. JD McJonah. Because you've got to say it like McJonah. Because there's there's the, the, the GH, there's the, there's a lot of nice roughage 
in in the in the breathiness of the Irish uh, of the Irish sound. McDonough. Nope. Only um, thing is, it's not very chantable. J.D. McDonough. Yeah, William Regal would have a bug up his butt about that. So let's go, honor. J.D. Let's go, J.D. That nope. sounds like you're at Chase University. Yeah, it does. Um, but anyway, the promo for him is him driving a car. It is, and it was a lovely car. It's a lovely car in a convertible, driving a car. Looks uh, like a Mini Cooper or something. So are they just little by little taking people from NXT UK who are okay and send them over here for a bit just to see what's up and the ones that they don't love get sent back and then they're eventually just going to close up shop entirely? Uh, uh, on uh, is, is NXT UK going to be like a closed storefront saying we moved across town? Whoops, no, we didn't. Yeah, I think um, it's like one of those 60% off things, that, but they're in the storefront for like a year. It's like closing sale. I feel like Vince McMahon is, was his name Sid? Who was the evil kid in Toy Story that would Sid. take? Yeah, yeah. That's Vince McMahon across all of the, every brand he has right now. Like just breaking part like he took tyler breeze and was like austin theory gets these pieces and that's like the creepy crawly spider with the head on it and um pretty deadly gets like the other pieces of tyler breeze <laughs> that like he was the guy with the demonic toys that he would create so mm -hmm. it's not that vince takes a shiny new object and plays with it and throws it away again it's that now he also has to destroy those toys in the process uh i think nxt it's probably going to be a breeding ground for that, but oh, a, a shock with it with a good shout. J D M J D M J J D Mac. No, J D Mac. Sure. I would say J D Mac might be good. J D Mac. Old McDonough had a farm. Oh, they're dead. The first time he feuds with a funny baby face, he's gonna he's gonna sing an old McDonough had a farm. And he's gonna say E I E I O mother. And then leave. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, there we go. So um Matthew Plus, seriously, like I sends in money for us to read this. Paul Elizabeth, summer solstices must be painful as they mark another year full of regret for raising an abject failure of a daughter. First of all, that would be my birthday. Second of all, I'm great. Guess who's on this side? Receiving money. Guess who's on that side? Sending money. Yeah. There Let you go. the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Um, the beta to one jam beard says theory got Breeze's phone and pretty deadly got his fur. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's true. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, so uh Caden Carter and Katana Chance defeated Valentina Ferois and Ulisa Yellow. Um, yeah. and, uh, yes, there you go. I won't, I won't say too much about this because, because really, I don't, I, it, what, yeah. Who could possibly care? Um, what I said about Solo Sokoa having a character and no gimmick, this is the opposite. The two of them are a fun entrance. Mm -hmm. That's about it. There's not really any storytelling going on. There wasn't really a story to tell here, so I don't go too harsh on that, but like, 
what do we what do we say? They're I will say I feel like they're functioning better as a tag team. Like they're doing more in tandem on like tandem offense, but yeah. like mostly it's a fun entrance and a bunch of acrobatics and and that's the story of Caden and Katana. Um I don't know why they didn't put the titles on them. Like, well, I know why, because they have plans for that. They don't need to be a part of that. They're just getting shoehorned in. So I'm, I'm saying that I, I, I think I know who's actually going to take those titles. Oh, I understand. Yeah, Clark. so they did their thing, which is a neckbreaker 450 combo, which looks good 12% of the time. Yeah, it's not great. Tonight was it looks not good. really good when it looks good, and then when it doesn't, it looks really bad. Tonight, it did not tonight look it looked really bad. Um, yeah. You, I, at one of these days, they're going to time it wrong and snap somebody's and, and actually vertebrae. break someone's neck. Yeah. Like it's not. It, it if you don't if you time it wrong, like wrong, wrong, it's really dangerous. So maybe just I think don't part do of it, it sincerely just feels like the height differential is just like too much. Because yeah. is tiny, man. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and Orion Van did send me a, a, a message. Uh, Valentina and Ulisa were the mm-hmm. two women that Sango was hanging out with uh, last week. And he was like, I wanted him to be in their corner. That would be so said. fun. And I was like, yes, that'd be great. Like, he just, he just walks out with them, uh, you know, hang out. Like, he's not going to get involved. No, like, but know, he could hang out. He's he could like- hang out, you know. And then he could he could give them like very wise words of encouragement after their loss, like um, uh, for a man to get up, he must first be knocked down. We there you talk, go. You know, whatever kind of thing. He's just like a walking, like yeah. um, inspirational quote on a tea bag. There you go. That's right. Um, so uh, now we got this thing, which is um, Wesley came out to give a promo. Yes. Uh, to address to address the NXT universe. And I, honestly, if I if this wasn't taped, you could have fooled me into thinking they re-signed Nash Carter. Like Oh, okay. I was gonna say you could have fooled me into thinking that he was going up to the main roster to team with Ricochet. Well, that that's what they should be doing. Right. Um, but uh just the way he was like they were really, really like talking about the like the thing that they weren't supposed to talk about. I they thought. were really vaguely talking a lot about the thing they weren't supposed to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like we're not going to directly. My brother him, and but my brother and I, it. we we rose to the top and then we had it stripped out from under us. Our world exploded. And I'm like, listen, Wes, none of this was your fault, and I totally get that, and I understand how that sucks for you. And it wasn't like they did it to like piss you guys off like your tag partner made some serious mistakes yeah and and regardless of whether or not you in the audience think that they overreacted or whatever right like it was a there was a reason for it um and and it sucks and it's a weird thing like i think personally this that happened months ago at this point Let's just move on from it and not bring it up anymore because it becomes a weird thing. Let's have Wesley. That's why I wanted. That's why I wanted Wesley to go to the main roster. On the main roster, nobody knew, knows who Nash Carter is or gives a damn who Nash Carter is. And he goes up and he he has a he has a 
Um, Ricochet, this is this was this would have been back when Ricochet was the Intercontinental Champion. Ricochet has an open challenge, and who is it? It's Wesley. I may have this amazing sprint for eight minutes, and Ricochet's really impressed after he beats him, shakes his hand, and then he becomes like Ricochet's young boy, like his the guy he's training to come up with him. And when eventually Ricochet loses the Intercontinental Championship to Walter slash Gunthar, then we get Ricochet and Wesley teaming together. It's a really great way for to like get him extricated from all of that baggage. And they said, no, what we're going to do with this promo is we're going to weigh you down with that package. We're going to make sure we put like cement blocks and and like phone books and stuff in all the baggage, make you wear it. Um, and this was it just, I felt counterproductive to me. Um, also, uh, I, had a, I had somebody who sent me something that somebody that they knew was in the audience when they taped it and says watching it tonight, it was heavily edited like it was way longer and there was a deafening MSK chant that they edited around um, because they didn't want that there. But you put all of – you had him say all this stuff about Nash Carter without saying his name, without saying his old team name. The crowd, of course, is going to respond to it because for them it's live. Maybe they think, hey, here's – like Nash Carter is going to show up and they're going to reform or whatever because to them – Maybe that's possible. I mean, it was just a weird deal. Yeah, just, yeah. See, I kind of liked, well, there were a couple of things with my parents. None of them have ever showed an interest in anything that has happened on the television screen, uh-huh. least of all my mom. And she asked how real it was. And I was like, it's actually pretty real. I kind of gave her some background information and she was like, well, is that okay to do? And I explained to her that, <laughs> that in wrestling sometimes, and I told her about CM Punk and Jeff Hardy and um, how sometimes the most compelling thing you can do in wrestling is leverage a real life situation. I'll say that the timing seems on, but I do like this as a story from the perspective of, I just wish they had snapped this program together sooner after everything happened, because right. I like tricking Carmelo being like, Yes. Like this actually made, this is the first thing that made sense for Trick to do. Like in the entire time he's been there in NXT. I still think the person he's a mouthpiece for is a better talker than him. But this story like actually kind of makes sense. And the tears felt real. And Oh, the, the tears were absolutely real. Yeah. You could tell, and it, you could tell that, that this personally really affected Wesley. And, yeah. and he's, he's working through some serious shit to get to this point that he's doing, which is which is great to be able to, like, as they always say in acting class, use it. Whatever you're yeah. actually feeling, use it in your performance. And he was, and it was good. Um, So I at least, like, and I, I completely understand where you're coming from, but I do like that in a world where nothing feels real, and we'll talk about Chase University in a little bit, Um. Like, it was nice to have something that at least felt authentic. The MSK chants are a problem. Um, They could edit them out this time, but they need to then leave it at this promo and move on Mm -hmm. because they'll be back to live. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer... 
a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc um but i liked that he had kind of said it was because it wasn't really about nash as much as it was about him learning to stand on his own two feet and um like him saying he had to leave this situation behind and Melo saying like, I don't actually leave my brothers behind. Like I actually really, really liked the segment, but I can completely understand. Like it's a good three months after the fact, like it, it, it might I, be I thought they dealt with it about. really well when they had his first little vignette that they filmed on a beach during sunset. Like he talked yes. about it. He talked about how it had affected him. He moved on. Like they did the whole thing with Zion Quinn was Zion Quinn made fun of him about it. He eventually beat Zion Quinn and moved on from it. Now you can move on from it because guess what? Now that you've brought it back up on the taped episode and got a reaction you had to edit out of the broadcast when you broadcast it, now when you do it live, now you got a problem. Yeah. Now you got a serious problem because the people who went to the show that was taped, that aired tonight, are going to go to the show next week. It's the same people who show up every week. Every They're week. also going to do an MSK chant, and now you got a problem. Now I will say this. Trick Williams comes out, runs down uh, Wesley, Westy, Wesley talks some smack back, and that's it. No blows, nothing, right? There was no actual – did they fight? Correct. I don't remember they fight. They just, they just talked. But here's the deal. Wesley's going to beat Trick Williams, and eventually – I don't think by the time we're doing Bash at the Beach, but maybe for the SummerSlam show, we're going to get Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes. 
And that is a match you write home to your mama about. Like yeah. that, that is something I'm really looking forward to Wesley versus Carmelo. Just let them do whatever they are capable of. Give them 14 Leave minutes alone and, and get just out let of the them way. <laughs> wrestle the best match they possibly can and do not get in the way of great wrestling. I beg of you for one time, do that. <laughs> well, they tend to do that on, like, I remember when we did our stand and deliver post show, the end ring was for the most part outstanding, but the booking was so ass backwards that it was frustrating. But like, let the great wrestling be great. You're 100% right. And I will say whoever seems to, I'm assuming it's HBK, whoever's working with Carmelo, it feels very Shawn Michaels to me. If yeah. he's the one actually agenting those matches, they tend to make a lot more sense than a lot of the other people's matches on the roster. So I am hopeful about that. But yeah, yeah that'll be that'll be a hell of a match. Like I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, the batted to one, Jam Beard says, to add to Alex's booking, we could have gotten Ricochet in West versus Imperium. Yeah, or Ludwig and Gun uh, and Gunther versus Ricochet and West, which would be that would pretty, be really fun, pretty great. Pretty, hey, they might great. just run that feud in the ground. So yeah, you never know. Um, uh, and Joey Castro says, every time I hear Alex mention the better to one Jam Beard, I hear it repeated to the Popeye theme song, which I'm not really. Familiar, I don't. I mean, it's been a long time since I watched the Popeye show. Um, I always think of Brown Breaker Car because it's an extra continent. Yeah. Yes, that, but thank you for mentioning. Thank you for reviewing such rough shows. Love y'all. Oh, thank you, Joey Cash, though. Um, the better to one, Jam do Beard. It for that, you or, people, I believe that is it. Do, 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 do. That's the Popeye theme. The better uh, to one, Jam Beard. Do, do. There you go. Um, <laughs> and it, Jesse Ozog. Uh, who I learned last night during the Raw review, uh, told uh, taught uh, Shakespeare for 16 years. No way! Uh, and you uh, watch this? <laughs> he says, NXT is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Which, of course, is from Act 5 of Macbeth. Uh, <laughs> love that. Love that. Buddy, uh, you're going to be popping Alex with a lot of those references. <laughs> love that speech. That was, that's, that, that is... That is my crowning achievement as an actor was playing Macbeth. That was my, that was the best. Oh, um, yeah, I love that one. Um, so uh, we got a whole thing here about. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, we got a whole thing here about uh, about. Well, hold on. Let me finish this up. I'm talking about uh, Wes Lee because we got um, uh, uh, we got here uh, Riot Dr says, now that you've said it, I think we need the main roster to have NXT Young Boys. I mean, Sheamus already has a butched up Pete Dunn. Just keep it going. Like, if they if they get called up, like, pair them with somebody who mentors them. Like, right there, it's a tag team. And eventually, they're going to feud. Like, it's a really easy thing to do. And I mean, like, if that was a, a stated thing that they were doing, I wouldn't even mind the repetitive nature of it. Because it's a thing that you do. It's a really great way to bring them up, show them how how what the ropes are, give them somebody who's actually teaching them what to do. Also, probably because it's WWE, hazing them to no end, carry my sure. bags, rookie, and all that kind of crap. Go out and get us donuts. But yeah, hopefully it's not uh, mean-spirited hazing. If anybody in the chat is unfamiliar with what young boys are, it's basically like an apprenticeship thing. 
Um, and in New Japan, they have Young Voice and Young Lions. There's basically like an escalation to how that works. So um, they kind of tried that with The Miz and Alex Riley. Like we've seen iterations of that before. The thing is, I feel like that should happen more on NXT than the main roster a yeah. little bit. Um, and I don't trust them to tell one story repetitively in an interesting way. Right. Like if you're going to have one young boy, you should kind of have multiple young boys. Um, and I just think that they would, they're not capable of telling more than one story across this company. Every baby face has to lose a bunch. Every heel has to win in the same way by cheating. So, uh, but I, I do, that's one of my favorite things about new Japan is everything feels tangible like that. I, I would love to see more things like that. Um, yeah, uh, as Orion says, Miz got young boy Champa already because Champa's just doing Miz's dirty work for him, even though Miz says he's never spoken two words to Champa, so that's fun. Uh, Champa yeah. is like so the opposite of a young boy yeah. in literally every way. <laughs> he's an old man, he's, he's an old man, boy. he's an he's old man, he's old, yeah, he's smart, he doesn't take shit from anybody, like he's no, yeah. Uh, the batter to one Jam Beard says, the batter to one Jam Beard. Says, uh, does that uh, does that mean that Champa is going to end up being Mrs. Young Boy? I think I just threw up a little from that thought. We all did. We all threw up. All of yeah. us. Uh, all of us just a little bit. Um, Puke emoji. Um, Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp uh, faced Legato del Fantasma. Uh, this was a, a, a... The Creeds didn't appear on the show tonight. Um... This was set up last week. Uh, Damon Kemp got slapped in the face by by Roderick Strong and started throwing around uh, Cruz del Toro. Um, and uh, maybe Troy Donovan got fired by Tony D'Angelo for for screwing up this thing. Yeah, because he was supposed. To, I guess he was supposed to like, hey, whoops, I wasn't even looking. And I put this crowbar inside the ring. And I was gonna hook the ankle of Roderick Strong. But then the Irish whip got reversed. See, if it had been an Italian whip, nothing would have gone wrong. But those Irish, you can't trust them. So then the Irish whip got reversed. And I hooked the leg of Roddy Strong. Uh, of the of whatever legato guy was in there at the time and because i wasn't looking it cost them the match i'm really sorry boss please don't fire me or send me to sleep with the fishes maybe that's it maybe you know alex it. yeah some people yeah have a little trouble with their crowbar some people's crowbars malfunction from time to time you know what i mean mm -hmm. and sometimes mm -hmm. You just you need a little help when your crowbar isn't working the way it's supposed right. to. You know what? And I think Sean Ross App is here to tell us all about how you could get some help for your broken crowbar. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? Bluechew.com code fightful. Gives you your first shipment of Blue Chew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. 
You take an online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You don't wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue Chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. Sometimes I just like want to get in a staring contest with Sean. Sometimes. Yeah. It's not that he doesn't blink in the beginning of that ad like a creep. It's that he doesn't blink for so long. Mm-hmm. Like for so long. Mm-hmm. It's real creepy. Yeah. Um, uh, J.B. Pringle says, uh, the term young boy being said over and over again keeps making me giggle. What? My, my brain is like 12 years old. It's true. Um, yes, so, boys, young boys. Duncastle's boys. Um, J.W. Pringle says, Matty Minus was the kid that reminded the teacher to assign homework on Friday afternoon, you damn scutch. And oh, then J.W. Pringle says... That should read scutch because he wrote scotch. <laughs> that should read scutch. Damn auto Corvette. <laughs> I hate the auto Corvette. It's the uh, worst. Um, I mean, and, I prefer to drive manual as well. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Elizabeth Minus sends in something saying, Kate, where's the aloe vera? I got so burned. Wink emoji. You know, Matthew plus... If you're going to choose a week to kayfabe as my dad, you should probably pick a week when he's not home because that is an easily verifiable source. And if you think that you're here to come in and burn me, just remember who's hosting the show and who's super chatting. All right, pal? Because you're the one sending us money at the end of the day. And you can you can try and hit us with your little jabs and your insults, but all that does is give me a pay bump and more power here at Fightful. So just consider your actions, pal. I think I think that was actually your dad referring to the. Fact oh, was it? That, yes, referring to the fact that that. Why did he say minus? <laughs> because he's. Geez, I don't know. He doesn't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't then think I want to deliver. I don't think he fully gets the gag. Um, but uh, but he gets the gag. But because Matthew minus says, "How does it feel to to have raised a a failure of a daughter?" Yeah, yeah, but I already addressed that. Like, I know. To have a sick burn over someone, that person actually, has to give you some sort yeah, of like credit Luis, or sign some sort of weight to your bullshit insults. And I don't do that with Matthew Plus. Luis is uh, confirming it was actually your father who sent it. Oh, him. well, it was the name change that threw me off. I didn't think my dad was going to give in to the gimmick. That's what he wrote. Well, you said he doesn't get the gimmick, and here he is fully committed. What is? We are we are falling apart here. We are crashing at birth. The show was in flames before it started. Did you guys watch NXT? No. Um. Hey, um, Kate. So a let's, clown. Let's a clown. Go, yeah. So let's do this, Kate. Let's spend several weeks doing, um, like. Full, full on, like we, we we rented a helicopter to like fly over Fabian Eichner driving a German car, and 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 it like through the streets of Orlando, um, because th- those those were some high ass shots. 
of him like that was him doing it like we did we spent a lot of money on these vignettes to have to, to repackage fabian eichner as giovanni vinci um we had we hired this woman uh to do voiceover work all this shit um we did all this stuff we had him come out he won his first match handily he looks great he's got again riding a wave of monster momentum how do we capitalize on that kate we feud him with the clown who wears a blazer festooned with his stupid face i think ikmanjiro has a place in nxt and in all of wrestling i don't think his place is having a match with giovanni vinci when giovanni vinci just showed up i just it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me like let's let's this guy got over um as this new character whatever the hell it was looked great he's always been an amazing wrestler can we can we do something with him why is everything a placeholder why is everything a damn placeholder for you people like let's make something important happen for people that we think are good um I don't mind it because they, I mean, they're both very fashionable, right? That's the whole thing here. And if they let it be awesome, it'll be an awesome match. And if it's a squash, it doesn't really hurt anybody. Well, yes. If it is a, if it is a squash, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Um, this guy totally got me, by the way. If anyone knows stupid faces, it's me. <laughs> it is true. It is true. I do know. I do know a lot of stupid faces. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Japan, Kushida is facing Ishimori. <laughs> he got out so, such a good God time. God bless him. Just God bless Kushida, living his best life back home, doing awesome stuff. Lord. Um, okay. So, Apollo Crews last year was Waffle House Vigilante. And I thought that was like that was last a week, gimmick. not last year. Last last, sorry, last week. Last, <laughs> last week. year he was a Nigerian accented. Yes. yes, he was. He 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 was he was writing in his little notebook at the Waffle House and beat some guy who was given a, a, a waitress. Um uh yeah. Um he's giving a waitress a hard time. And uh And now he's walking down the street at night and comes across some dude who's just sitting there scrolling on his phone. And this dude talks to Apollo, who's walking while writing in his journal, which is a weird thing to do, I think. Um, and then he says, stops him, says, hey, hey, you don't want to go down there. Bad time. Just bad news down there. Please, please I don't want to do that. Um, and, uh, what are you doing, sir? Like you're just hanging out at the end of this alleyway, leaning up against the wall of this building, scrolling on your phone, call the police that actively there's an assault happening behind you. Two, three guys are beating the hell out of this dude. And you're like, Hey man, don't go down that way. Do what I'm doing. Absolutely friggin' nothing standing here. I'm not... I'm not leaving the area. I'm also not helping, and I'm not calling for anybody else to help. 
real good Samaritan, this dude. But then Apollo Crews does the thing where he visualizes beating up these bullies in the back alley. He's a back alley bully beater. And uh, and then he goes and does it afterwards. And uh, Riot DR says, hey, yo, the Apollo segments are similar to the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes trope. The one where he plans his entire attack and then it works perfectly. Someone back there really likes vigilante justice. Oh, well, love you guys. Too sweet, too sour. <laughs> I think about it like that. That's actually kind of cool. This felt like Apollo Crews was... Like, he wasn't too fast, too furious. He was, like, pretty quick and kind of angry. Like, moderately fast. Like, <laughs> the car and his outfit and his attitude. I, but it just, does seem like at least a little bit... This is closer to him being like a human being like he at least feels like cool in this and has charisma and can pull it off but he's the protector like Zia Lee on the main roster in those vignettes but well, not we actually. all know how well that went mm-hmm. um at some point he's gonna cut a promo vaguely backstage saying the only one i protect now is myself and then he's gonna be off tv for six weeks and then he'll show up and Lose to Lacey Evans. Like, like I, I mean, it's it's bad. He's going to Lacey Evans. That's, that's what happened. He's going to tag with Aaliyah. That's what happened to that. That's what happened to that. Um, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I really am happy that Apollo Crews is back. I would say if you, if, I don't think we need this for him. Like, not yet. Like, you just brought him back. You had him have that that tag match with with Solo Sokoa. He picked up the victory, and two weeks of him just doing the vignettes. Like, I'd ra- I'd rather see Apollo Cruz wrestle or have somebody for him to wrestle. Um, I I I, I think the point is going to be Apollo Cruz versus Ron Breaker at whatever the hell the Summer Slam Bash at the Summer. Yeah, Bash at ba- the Summer Summer Beach Bash at the Slam. Beach at the slam. Beach at the slam. Slam in the beach. Beach slam. Beach beach in the summertime bash slam. There you go. That's good. Uh, I, that's very, very good. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jim Pringle says, ah, portraying a human being is in the tops of NXT. It, it is. Really is. It, it is. really is. Um, uh, that's why Solo Sokoa got over. He's just yeah. a person. Uh, I, I also just love the implication I of, don't know any of Sokoa's Sokoa, hobbies. Do you know how yeah. refreshing that is? That is great. Um, but <laughs> Apollo Crews just walking down the street, uh, stops, the, hey, don't you don't want to go down there, believe me. And he says, thanks, thanks for the heads up. And he stares and watches three men beating a man to death. And he waits as he visualizes what he's going to do next. Time is of the essence, Apollo. Like, any one of them could have pulled a knife at any time and murdered that man, and you had to sit and wait to figure out how you were going to do it. Oh, man. It is funny. Did, or does he stop time with his mind? Yeah. Yeah. I have questions. Hey, we got a new subscriber. Thank you, James Locke. Other stuff. We appreciate that. Thank you. That's really great. I uh, appreciate you being a part of this thing. Ah, Nerd Guru says, might as well have Apollo say, I'm the wrestler NXT needs. 
but not the one it deserves. He's Batman. At least say it. Thing. Yeah. Like at least you it. could acknowledge it. Gotta say it. Actually, what you need isn't it? Isn't that isn't Commissioner Gordon the one who actually says it in in the Dark Knight or something like that? Um, we, 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 this, this is where we need William Regal. Oh, be the guy who's like, he, he's, he, he's the hero. He's the hero of Gotham needs right now. Be still um, my heart. Uh, but anyway. Oh yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> so we get, um, Tom LaValle says Kushida versus KO, uh, Kyle O'Reilly at Forbidden Door 2 manifest it well let's manifest all of that let's do that um um i'll say this i'm glad our precious very cool kyle uh is he's been in aw for a few months and i feel like in the past probably yeah six weeks he's really started to show like hey just a reminder this is who i am so Definitely don't hijack the chat with your thoughts about Forbidden Door. That would be terrible if we were just talking about Forbidden Door instead of the yeah. show we saw tonight. Yeah, that'd be that cool. would just oh, that'd be terrible if you guys sent in super chats about that instead, and we talked how, about that. How could we do that? That'd be terrible. That'd be awful. Um, hey, reminder! Actually, while we're talking about Forbidden Door, after Forbidden Door, Team Kalex, me and the feller next to me, will be doing the Paywall Pay Per View post show where you can join us. Um, and we'll be talking all things Forbidden Door, which is presumably something we're going to like. And so it'll have a very different feel than this. And that is this Sunday. Um, Riot DR. Uh, Riot DR says uh, Giovanni is too sexy for this feud. He's too sexy for this feud. He could be in Max Dupree's stable oh don't don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time um Timothy stratton cut a promo she did uh about how much she hates wendy chu uh the only like she's it's not a really well-written promo but she she's doing a lot better with this character um the thing i did love about it is that as i, I honestly think there should be a thing that she does now because everything has has a everybody's got to have a have a have a thing that they say, like a thing they always do, catchphrase, a catchphrase, or whatever it is. Because I'm um, the Miz and yeah. I'm awesome. Right. Yeah, or one whatever. of those. Mela is money. Whatever it is, uh, I'm the EST WWE. All that kind of crap. I love her walking out of frame, and as she's gone, saying "toodles." I I think that very funny. Uh, let's do that. Um, uh, it's because it's naturally a dumb thing somebody like her would say on her way out rather than like, a, and here's my catchphrase. Like, that's a way that people say goodbye to yeah. people when they're that way. The bedded one jam beard dude uh, has a, as an idea for what they'll call the summer thing. NXT Summer Slamboree Sleepover. Ooh. Good. Sub in... Your home during the on your patio during the summer drinking sweet tea. Um, uh, slam Luis very helpfully says, Get ready for Toodles merch. Toodles, see, like, and, and the Toodles will be written on the back. So, like, as you're walking yeah, away, you can toodles. just point, point to your back. Toodles, toodles. um, uh, so 
Toxic Attraction comes out and cuts a promo about how they think that Roxy sucks. Um, and uh, and how Cora Jade also sucks. Um, and how how Roxy, uh, Ro- Roxanne Perez, you don't want to challenge me because I'm I'm hot and therefore I'm not going to be booked to lose the title for a long time because the people who are in charge like looking at me. It's worse so. than that. Do you know what she actually said? What'd she say? A couple of wins won't get you a title shot against me. Which is a really dumb thing to say when one of those wins was for a title shot against her, Alex. That's true. That's true. Um, Real dumb. uh, Really shattering the stereotypes of hot people being dumb. Really doing that. Um, So then Roxy and Cora Jade come out and then Mandy repeats the fact that you don't want to challenge me because you'll lose or whatever. And, and And then Kate... This is the one I thought was going to anger you the most of the entire night when I read the spoilers. I was going to throw my phone out the window. <laughs> because because Roxy says, actually, I've been talking with Cora. And as much as I'd love to be the next women's champion of NXT, it would mean so much more to become tag champs with my best friend. Um, and they didn't come out and say, I am cashing in my my contract thing to face the two of you, Toxic Attraction, for the titles. They stopped short of that, so they have some, they can reverse course on this. Ner- like Nerguru says, I can't believe they actually did the breakout tournament in reverse again. How the fuck does that happen? Um, so here, here we go. Um, they had the dusty classic and in, and, um, uh, Kaylee Ray, who's now Abba fire and Io Shirai won that. And they cashed in their shot at the tag titles for each of them being in, um, a, a singles for a singles title. And they just did the other thing with the breakout tournament. You can choose any title, but why wouldn't you choose the title? Why wouldn't you choose that? Doesn't make any friggin' sense. But it's so much worse than that, Alex. It's so much worse than that because she came in here and talked about how this is just like Cody coming in. And being like, I'm going to go get the title my dad never won. And I'm going to do that by being in a drawn-out four-match feud with Seth Rollins, who is not even on the same program as the champion, never mind nowhere near the championship. It has always been my dream to be here, and I'm going to become women's champion. Winning a shot to do exactly that and then just not is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. It's even more dumb to do it when... There's no tag titles on the main roster right now. What the hell does being a good, successful tag team in NXT get you? Nothing. It gets you nothing. You can't get called up to the main roster as a tag team because there's not fucking division right now. Makes absolutely no sense at all. At all. Not to mention, you had a whole tournament, just like you said, about getting a tag team shot. And what did they do? They made it a singles thing. And then when you win as one person as one person you want a breakout tournament and now you're choosing 
because you're friends with someone. To go after the tag titles that don't fucking mean anything makes no sense. They've been defended like twice in the entire time that Toxic Attraction has had them. This reign has not served anybody by Toxic Attraction on any real level. The only thing it's done is had people like Dakota Kai make Mandy look good. But she's supposed to be the one coming down from the main roster to make other people look good. Yeah. Nothing so, makes sense here. Nothing makes sense. Um, anyway, we don't actually get them saying, and so I'm cashing in my contract to face you for the titles because Caden and Katana come out and say, hold on, we're not done yet. Well, why aren't you done, though? Because you lost your tag title match. Yeah. That that's it. I don't. I mean, I don't know why you keep doing. That. Only in WWE is there even a possibility that after you the challengers lose a title match, they're going to have another one. That's dumb. Um, but uh, like Cora being like, uh, "Yeah, I saw in your house, uh, you looked done to me." Um, I, I don't know why. Maybe they don't actually all sound like that, but they're all written that way. Yeah. All of the women are written. It's because old white men are writing for women Mm -hmm. and they're the exact same white men who are involved in the scandal that's ruling the company. And they're so tone deaf that the guy at the head of that scandal who runs the company is coming out on back-to-back shows Friday and Monday to say, howdy, hi, it's the same idiots writing this shit. And if there's a reason it feels like old white guys are telling Mandy to go get tanned with a Playboy stencil when she's already tanned but wants to get a base that she already has for going to the fucking beach. It's because senile white old dudes are writing for young women's bodies, not for who they are, for their fucking bodies. <clears throat> it's disgusting. A lot of people owe Ember Moon an apology. I think I did. Thank you. Thanks, Louise. Louise rules. Um, so, yeah. So then uh, they decide. A, a reminder, they, just just absolutely do not send in Super Chats about Forbidden Door. Just don't. Mm-mm. I'd be so sad if you did. Yeah. Don't do it. Um, so we, we now we're getting next week, uh, Caden and Katana versus Cora and Roxanne. And the winner of that match gets... Um, Gets toxic attraction at um, at at Bash at the Beach or whatever the fuck it is, Great American Bash or whatever the fuck it is. Um, so we also got later in the show, we got uh, Indy Hartwell being uh, interrupted by Kiana James by by AKA Porn Accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horse Girl was not on the show tonight, but Porn Accountant was. Uh, and and She's Indy probably Hart- off. In, Showing they, her horse, her yeah. contract. Uh, yes. Mark Quill says, this is why you freaking rule, <laughs> Thank Kate. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, um, the... Indy Hartwell's being interrupted by... He's like, uh, you, you're terrible because you're too emotional. I've run the numbers and blah, blah, blah. Uh, she takes her glasses off way too early in the scene. It's not believable. Um, but then Indy's like, um, hey... Kiana, is it? You're new here? Well, you know, uh, 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 nobody cares about your opinions. Also, by the way, this is NXT 2.0. 
and nobody likes a bitch. And I'm just like, why are we, why are we doing this? Why are we First doing? All, like everybody likes a bitch. Like that's what the whole way of this division is. Is people calling each other bitches. Like that's the whole division. And second yeah. of all, who the hell is this girl to come in? She's wrestled like a match, I think, mm -hmm. on the main roster. They didn't even do anything about her like crunching the data or the numbers. Yeah. Like use that with Indy Hartwell instead of being like, you're a loser and I don't like you being like, look, you have X, Y, and Z lost it. Like use data to support it. Porn accountant. Yeah. I'm not even a good porn accountant and I know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's what Indy Hartwell is doing. She's just hanging out. Going to beat up Keanu James next week. Nerguru says, I have no idea who beats Mandy. Indy, maybe? No. No. J.W. Pringle says, Mandy stole Nikita's outfit, put some clothes on. I mean, Mandy's never really had clothes. No, but it's, there, there were big holes in her in her jumpsuit. Uh, there were. So there you go. Um, uh, Nikita Lyons is returning next week. Um, she's... Um, to like Saray, I don't know. Sorry, I think, I might she, have I think, still just I think back she, in women's division lane. I think she might be shoot injured. Um, uh, because they sense. because they keep putting her with women who don't know what the hell they're doing, and she's smaller than they are, and they keep hurting her because because she's a consummate freaking professional at twenty five years old because she's been doing this for years and years and years and is really really good at it. But it doesn't matter if you put her in a ring with somebody who's been doing it for six weeks. Um. I think that I think that is what what happened. So, um, so I always said months ago, before we knew of Nikita Lyons's own personal proclivities, that they were always planning on having Nikita Lyons have a feud with Mandy Rose. It's like you say you're the hottest, and that's why you're the champion. But I'm just as hot, if not hotter, than you, and I can fight. And that's what they're gonna do. Like it's to me like. Who's like they like? Hey, just with the way they they do everything, like, like, uh, 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 uh like, I, I, it's we're so close to being at the point where I'm like, are they gonna do like a brawn panties match? Are they gonna yeah. do like a wardrobe malfunction match where whoever wins has to pull the top off the one who loses? Like, what, what is what, what are we doing? With with this, but I, I don't know. Um, Nikita Lyons is absolutely the one who's. I think they're having Roxanne trade in her contract so that she and Cora can become tag champs because they're planning on having Nikita beat Mandy Rose. There's so much that I don't understand. Um, why did you rebrand Alba Fighter Fire to have her fight jobbers when she was just in a title picture? That just makes no sense. And the other thing is, and I, I like Nikita in the ring. I think she's really good, but a walking thirst trap with nunchucks doesn't work as a champion. Sorry. It Saray, doesn't. Saray is, is apparently in NXT UK. Like, like she's doing NXT UK right now. <laughs> I just... I don't know. Um, 
it just doesn't make sense. And I'm also just going to shut down. There's a really pointless conversation happening in the chat about controversy creating cash and numbers and whatever. Using a sexton financial scandal as a ratings pop is bullshit. Yeah. So that's that. We're not yeah. talking about it anymore. It's done. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. that doesn't that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. Like, and if you want to compare WWE ratings to AEW, compare them against themselves because they're at an all time low. Right. So just please yeah. leave that alone. Uh, Riot DR says wins don't matter, losses matter. Everything about the women's division baffles me. Why don't TikTok tag team an official Nate yet? Well, they're Caden and Katana. They're the KKs. Don't Careful. don't make them a don't make them a trios Do because that'd trios. be bad. Um. Uh. And uh, Zachary says if Mandy loses, it should go to the main roster. Yes. How about what happens to Toxic Attraction? Well, they also lose the tag titles, and they go with Mandy Rose. And the three of them, together, pose in the mind of the people running the main roster, the three of them pose a major threat to Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. Like, I think that's a that, that's almost a, that's exactly how they would book stuff. But there's man, no man, tag team division. They don't, it doesn't matter. They're just going to be up there, because the, the three of them... What the other Gigi or JJ can get their ass beat by uh, by Ronda Rousey, while Mandy avoids it. But then the three of them together will all beat down Ronda. Like that's my hope. My hope is that it was that's what they do. The the worst case scenario is that Lacey Evans like wins the Money in the Bank contract and immediately ch- cashes in and becomes champion. That's the worst possible thing. Um. It needs to end with Bailey winning the title. Yeah, it would be nice, but that's not going to happen. That's Um, it. Yeah. Uh, Jake Nile, or Neil, says, Kate, how dare you say that Steve Blackman is nothing but a thirst trap with nunchucks? (laughs) Look, I love him. Steve Blackman was sexy. Yeah. Yeah. That strong, silent type. I don't think I ever heard him cut a promo. Man, that beard. Amazing. He was um, he was more than a thirst trap. The battered one jam the battered one jam beard uh, says, but Kate, you and Alex are the ones who break that stereotype of hot people being dumb. It's true. Yeah, we're I'm gorgeous. Really pretty. And, yes, and we're, we're funny and smart. But here's the thing. Yeah, you are you are pretty and smart, and I am ugly and dumb. It's it's very How, easy. Okay, don't you dare talk about my co-host like that. I'll throw hands. It was an easy joke. I had to do it. Um, Matthew Plus, by the way, uh, requested. Oh, re- I know requested Linda and Sheila singing "The Patriot" by Topher. If you know, you know, and the answer is no, no. Uh, so thank you. The for amount. Your no. money. Look at look at the chat. Stop thank it, Alex. Alex, you are gorgeous. Linda, you are very beautiful and smart and wise. Alex is well. well. <laughs> Alex is a smart himbo. <laughs> Listen, I know my. Th- I know I'm gorgeous, and I know I've got it going on upstairs still, even at my age. But we're not talking about me; we're talking about whatever the hell that is that also sits here. So I'm just saying, you are the thirst trap. Uh, um. Okay. So uh, here we go. Some some chats about uh, Forbidden Door. Guys, I specifically didn't said not 
to send in super chats or humper chats at Forbidden Door, which you could send at mm-hmm. at humperchats.com mm-hmm. or Fightful gets to keep a little bit more money. Guys, we simply can't can't have that. Yeah. But since um, you paid, I guess we gotta read them. Yeah. Uh Jake now says, okay, I'm turning this off. Who is your most anticipated match for Forbidden Door? And are there any surprise matches you think will happen? I think I think we'll get something added uh, on Wednesday that we have we had no idea prior was even a possibility. I, I don't know so whether it will be, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, I I confess to not knowing a lot about the New Japan talent. Um, so my most anticipated match um, has a Jap- Japanese talent that I am familiar with. And three AEW talents that I love. That All-Atlantic Championship match with Miro, Pac, probably Malachi Black, and Ishii. Like, I, I'm trembling with anticipation. Like, I just can't wait for that match to get a hump so hard. Oh, it's going to break a pelvis. That's how hard it's going to hump. It's going to break a pelvis. And if you want to break a pelvis, go to blueshoe.com and yeah. use the code Fightful. Um, I agree with you. I think that match is going to be unbelievable. I think we have Jake Salazar chiming in basically about the same thing, which is I think Cassidy and Osprey is going to be mm-hmm. super surprising to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think with comedy characters and gimmicks, people tend to think that the in-ring is also a joke, and Orange Cassidy's in-ring is not a joke, you guys. He's real, real good. He's really, and I really think good. that match is going to be really, I mean, really he, fun. He deliberately switches it on and off. Yes. And sometimes I wish he had it switched on more than he has it switched off, if that makes sense. Interesting, yes. Um, like, I, like I, I get it. I know what your character is. You don't have to spend the first seven to ten minutes of the match just being that character. You can switch the that character off and just be a great wrestler, Two minutes into the match, I promise I'll be fine with it. Like I feel like a lot <laughs> of his matches are really long because we got we got to do through the whole Orange Cassidy is Orange Cassidy for a long time. Um, some of the things work really really well. Sometimes sometimes for me, it's a bit of a slog to get to the really really good part where he says, right. "Oh, by the way, I'm the one of the best workers in the world." You can, also, just, you can just start there. Yeah, I think a lot of his stories. I think the matches go that way sometimes because I feel like all of those shenanigans are supposed to be to get under the skin of the competitor, right? So I feel like that's why they get front-loaded that way, but I completely get what you're saying. J.W. Ringle says, what is this forbidden door? Explain in detail. Um, well, <laughs> okay, uh, for, you know, forbidden, forbidden means you're not supposed to go near it. And as, as Hangman Page explained on Being the Elite, a door is a door and a window is a window and you're supposed to walk through a door but you're not supposed to leave through a window so that's like you can but it's not it's not wise not encouraged not encouraged i had to break into my own house yesterday <laughs> i had to go through a window was it forbidden? um um kind of but it was like my only option so it mm. wasn't like that forbidden right but the lock on the side door of my house got jammed and yeah. I had to go through, I had to break the screen and go through the window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Ricardo, the Mark says big Willie O versus orange Cassidy going to slap. Yeah. Um, I'm glad people are catching on to how, how good that match will probably be. 
Uh, Jake Salazar says, never forget OC beat the hell out of Adam Cole. I won't ever forget because I still think it was a bad idea. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Nick Campbell says, does Wednesday seem better because Tuesday is so bad? I, I think if I, I, I think when I think Wednesdays would, would feel great no matter how bad uh, Tuesdays were. Um, yeah, the gap helps, but I don't think it's the only yeah. reason Wednesdays yeah. are awesome. Tom Lavalley says, "Tired of this booking by grandpas. Feels like we need a murder grandpa to have an over delivering <laughs> match on Sunday." Understood the assignment. Yeah, it is interesting how much. I mean, it's insane that Suzuki is the age he is putting on the matches he is. And I don't mean high quality matches. I mean, that level of violence at the age he's at. But there was a question about like what wrestlers kind of came into their prime in their 40s and 50s. And I don't I don't know if he falls in that category, but he would be a contender because I think his prime has just been 35 years long or something. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah, he's. We already we 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 already talked about this thing. Like like this is this is Minoru. That's that's how long he's been doing things. What a hunk! That's a thirst trap, right there. Yeah, that was a that was. I mean, if you don't remember, it's it is canon. We had it. We had a we had a dalliance, uh, uh, years and years ago, when he was just a young boy and I was still also an old lady. But it was a, it was it was a wonderful time. Uh, I showed him the ropes. Uh, yes, uh, he was he liked it rough. Who knew? Uh, but you did. <laughs> you showed him the ropes. He was running the ropes. If you know um, what I mean. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Sky Singe says says uh, dancing is forbidden. Aqua Teen Sour Force for 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 life. Um. Uh, and uh, Jake Salazar. So FTR about to be belt collectors. Uh, let's hope. Wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah, yeah. Them, them. Just uh, well, I, I, all of them. Impact. All of them. Take take all the titles from everybody. Um, they're the best. Um, uh, the batter to one. The batter to one. Jam Beard says I have a prediction about Forbidden Door that would make Alex sad and mad. Well, I, I don't know what it is, but you have to you tell know, us. I guess you have to tell me. Um, hey, you know what I would like to tell you about? A protein pack cereal named Magic Spoon. But I didn't even wait for a clever you didn't segue because yeah. we have a humper chat from Ed Uribe saying that he got his Magic Spoon package and it arrived today. And it's all thanks to Fightful and the promo code Fightful that he ate a bowl of delicious honey graham and oatmeal cookie while playing TMNT Shredder's Revenge, you and Sean both, buddy, instead of watching and I'm not going to say the bad word, but NXT, basically. Oh my God, the horror. So because we had that ringing endorsement, yes, I'm just going to, I'm going to play, I mean, for me to give up a segue, because that's my favorite thing in the whole wide world, like, is big, but I just thought it was so cool that we had like a little bit of a, a testimonial. Yeah. But we're going to, we're going to roll the ad now. Okay. <laughs> Do you like cereal but hate all the junk that's associated with it? Well, magicspoon.com slash Fightful has you covered. Save $5 off your order when you get a custom bundle, custom box right now. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs per serving. Only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, 
and gluten-free. And right now you can build your own box. Not just right now, anytime. Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa fruity, frosted peanut butter, all the flavors you loved growing up. And how about this? A money-back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash Fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. So there you go. There, there, you, there you go, everybody. It's, it, the Wait, where did our cute little frame go? Um, <laughs> so uh, we Where's got... cute frame? I don't, well, uh, well, you, you, I don't know. I didn't oh, take it, it away. It's gone. There it is. Thank you. I need uh, people it's, it's to know I who switched, I am. It's because I switched the background, when I, uh, the foreground when I did the Minoru. Uh, and, uh, oh, that helpfully, makes sense. Helpfully, um, uh, Jerry Pringle says, I'm a cis white male and hubba hubba. It, it, he's, yeah. Moving in on Linda's van. Did you take the overlay down while I was smooching? Yes, him? I did. I did. How dare you? I did. Um uh so um <laughs> I don't want people thinking I'm just some generic wrestling writer, okay? I want them to know my name. <laughs> the battle of one jam beard says uh the prediction is that Jericho pins Eddie in the six man and goes into a title feud with Mox because he'll claim he deserves it since he missed the battle royal. Plus two of Mox's protégés are in the six man. Um, well, they're going to do blood and guts. Um, so we'll figure out how that's all going to come about. Um, I love the idea of the AEW champion being in blood and guts and just like, <laughs> just so cool. It's, he's it's the guy good. for that too. He's you definitely know? the guy, like, guy for that. Uh. Um, uh, Nurguru says it's not forbidden door related, but he says AEW related chat. Based on last week's really no number, I wouldn't have suggested that Tony put Marina Shafir on the show based on last time as well. I get it's the angle, but do Tony Storm versus literally anyone else that are plenty of women. I disagree. I love Marina Shafir. I understand that, that not everybody loves her, but I I love that she just... she. I think in like eight mo- months, she's going to be one of my favorite wrestlers, right. but there's still some major greenery. Oh, yeah, sure. And for the love of God, change her theme. <laughs> no. No, I know I, you like it. Eh, it's it's fine. I don't hate it. Um, uh, I will say, she and Nyla teaming on Dark Elevation or whatever the hell it was was dark. They they are great together. They were they? Really, yeah, they're. Great I need to together. go back and watch that because I quite like Max the Impaler and that. I guess this past Dark was like an episode of Rampage, basically. Like yes. Ethan Page had an outstanding match. Yeah. Like, so okay. I got. I need to go back and watch that. Um, uh, Cameron Grimes. Defeated Idris and Ofe. In parentheses, with Malik Blade. Um, with Malik Blade is the most kind thing I could say about him. Like this poor, poor guy is not, he's not ready for prime time, not ready for the, the limelight. No, he's not. nobody in a sweater vest is. He's just not. Like they're not doing him any favors by 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 packaging him that way, especially opposite a dude who is carved out of granite by the gods on Olympus themselves. Edison O'Fay is an uh, he's he is hewn from the earth. Like that's amazing what he looks like. 
Also, he's super athletic. I think he's very charismatic. I think he's a guy who's going to be a, a um, they would have to really, really, really screw him up. Um, Don't say that because not... creative will be like, I see your challenge. I know. <laughs> they would have to really, really, really screw him up for him to not be a top guy in their company in five years. Like he's just, he, he, he's look, look at him, look at him, look what he can do. Like he's, he's, he's at least like has a personality, which is a lot of people don't, don't have his tag partner being one of those people that don't have personalities. So him having the singles match where he showed out against Cameron Grimes, like, like daring Cameron Grimes to kick him in the chest bunch of time like he's really really good he lost to cameron grimes because he should because cameron grimes is higher on the card than he is and cameron grimes has a title match coming up in two weeks cameron grimes needs to beat edison Ofei, but they had a really good moment afterwards with the hug and the handshake i i'm a i'm a big fan of edison Ofei. i think that 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 they yeah they're really he's he's really good uh i will let this person decide if they want to break their anonymity with the story that I'm quickly going to tell. But I got a message from someone who's consistently in this chat and they can, they can say it to them if they want to. I'll, I'll play, I'll keep kayfabe. But they thought that when we were talking, cause they don't watch the show that much. They thought that when we were talking about Idris and Ofei, that they were the tag team, that it was Idris and Okay, so that's how my role Malik Blade has been in our conversations and on this show. Um, oh no! But Idris is great. Tons of charisma. Really, um, like someone that I think is developing for sure. Like I feel like he's somebody that we've seen make a lot of really great strides. But yeah, Malik and him not working. I get that they're trying to do this odd couple thing. I think the last person that could pull off a sweater vest as well was probably Carlton from Fresh Prince and it needs to go. Um, so that's the, Malik Blade looks like he's auditioning for the Mean Street Posse. It's just not, it's not working <laughs> out for him. It's just not. Oh no. Um, uh, but it was a really good match and really showed me that Edison Ofei is the guy who's, yeah. who's going to be a single star. Like he's really 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 good he's really good it took a minute for it to get going for me i didn't love the kick me in the chest spot as much as you did i it's completely i'm a sucker um, for that crap i don't know why i am when it's eddie kingston and john but only when it's eddie kingston. literally i'm like no you shouldn't do that but when eddie kingston's like chop me more i'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh completely just like a double standard on yeah. who i feel should be able to 100%. do that I understand how ridiculous and hypocritical that is. Yeah. Um, but uh, but somewhere like middle end, it really got going for me. And it also paid off how dramatic Cameron yeah. Grimes was last week. So I appreciate that at least. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Allie coughed up to it. Okay. It was Allie Cease who was like, I thought it was Idris and okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> They're, great tag team. That one guy is a great yeah. tag team. Um. So... Uh, so yeah, so then backstage, Braun Breaker, his only appearance on the show tonight, walks up to uh, Cameron Grimes in the locker room and says, hey, that was a great match. That's the Cameron Grimes I want to face at, at Great American Bash or whatever the hell. And says, no, you don't. Because if you face this Cameron Grimes, you're going to lose that title. And that's all I need. 
that's good. These are two great. I don't need you don't need to turn Cameron Grimes heel. Let's just have a great match. Braun Bre- it's going to be a great match. Braun Breaker is going to win. He'll move on. Wonderful. Like this is that, that's that's all we need. If you want to use use that to turn Cameron Grimes heel afterwards out of frustration or within the match Cameron Grimes starts wrestling more heel because he can't get it done without cutting corners, fine, but you don't you don't have to turn him heel to have the match. I'm very glad. Um that's good. Uh, by the way, yeah, layers are okay. Like much yeah. to their dismay. Yes. Um, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Luis says that Idris reminds him of Elix Skipper and pre ROH, uh, Chris, Christopher Daniels. Ooh, okay. Early TNA. Yeah. Something like that. that. Yeah. Um, so a uh, couple of the worst things on the show. Um, just come out and say it out loud. GYV are the Druids. Like your whole weird, like I'm giving you clues. Like, uh, I know you wanted, you, you had, you had, you have tasted gold in the past, but it, but it was fleeting. And when you taste gold under my tutelage, you will be so much more delicious. And you had grown frustrated and you wanted to return home, but you accepted my guidance and blah, 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 blah. Um, it's, it's UIV. Stop with all these little weird little breadcrumbs. It's the, that's what that, come on. Um, I and- want them to not give us breadcrumbs, but give us so much bread like i want that i want joe gacy to be speaking in his like weird rhetoric but be like i know you've been the grizzly bears huh Mm -hmm. of this brand and yes that you are seasoned like a Um, widely veteran like i want him to just telegraph it with the most disgusting obvious yeah like overture yeah the only thing missing was gacy yelling scene to be recognized <laughs> as the dyad. Um, here's the thing. Nick, uh, Zach Gibson is a great promo. High energy, has some really great turns of phrases. High and energy. He now? He's, He's Owen and <laughs> yes. who else and, was in high energy? Uh, Frankie the Macaw, obviously. Coco, Coco beware. Coco, um, duh. Uh, Coco but, and his bird. Uh, he's, 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 he has... Uh, a very highly energetic personality about him when he's on the mic. <laughs> you can't say um, high energy. I can't because then you're, you gonna, can't. you're gonna turn it around on me. Um, I am. And and he and what is he now? He's a faceless stooge for Diet Wyatt. That's sad. That's sad. Come on, fans. <laughs> I'll always do that. I'll always do that in my brain. Uh, I will say this. Diet Wyatt. Girls like your boys. Why it? Why it? Why Um, I'm trying to be respectful of the fact that I'm in my parents' house. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I these gimmicks in general aren't for me, so I'm not like the best person to ask where this gauge is. Like to me, if this is diet, why it? Like I didn't love a lot of what. Ray Wyatt did while understanding that he was very good at what he did. There is a point where every promo starts to sound the same for me mm-hmm. with, with stuff like this. And that's not Gacy's fault. Um, but it just, when you go in this kind of like otherworldly direction, um, yeah. and I guess he's not supposed to have like superpowers, but like when you 
speak this way, everything kind of starts to sound pretty blanketed. And then on yeah. top of that, what they're giving him to say is probably repetitive anyway, just because it's NXT. So um, I, I feel bad because he it wasn't working and then it was working and then they got rid of Harland and now they've had this and now they've dragged it out. Like it's, I don't feel like it's a fair reflection of Gacy as a performer. Mm -hmm. Um, but this, this isn't working for me, but I'm with you of like, we know who it is. Just reveal them. Like we know they're going to, they're going to hold it out for like six more weeks. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, then we got, this skit, this god awful skit from a failed pilot from 1996. Um, it's uh, Thea Hale with a with a basket with a with a box full of shit, like a box full of her own stuff, walking up and going like, "I can't believe it's my first day here at Chase University. I'm going to be living in Peter's Hall, the Peter's Hall, the world." renowned peter's hall or something like that world famous world famous peter's hall um and uh she walks in the door and it is obvious that from from where she's walking she is walking through a motel there's a motel with exterior corridors with exterior corridors <laughs> like no other no freaking dorm in the world has an exterior entrance and so she opens it up and it's got one of those little card readers. It's got one of the little card readers on the outside of the door. And she opens it up. And and in it is two twin beds um, and a bunch of NXT posters all over the wall. And, uh, and somebody there is brushing their long hair. But it's Bodie Hayward. So Thea Hale and Bodie Hayward are going to be roomies. And look for more of these skits for the next eight to fourteen months, because they're only going to have this is the only thing they have to do for the. It's just like oh, I like uh, hey, uh, the Chase U has co-ed dorms now, so we're going to be roommates. Um, I, like this uh, was clearly a motel, and my favorite part is like they run at a full sale university, like you couldn't have. You run out of a college. You couldn't have done something better. <laughs> something did, more realistic. Does full, does full sale have dorms? Oh, I don't even know if they do, but even a classroom door, like there's got to be something that could appear. I don't know. She's also at like a nine and a half minimum the whole time. Just oh, why was she screaming? Yeah, just, just yelling. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's bad. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this is it. This is what we're going to get. This is just more. Th yep. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Jake Salazar says, Chase you is basically <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so Yeah. Um, like I've never nobody's majoring in anything. Like I just I'm so confused. Battle One Jam Beard says, Alex, the way you're describing this skit, I'm expecting Jason Biggs or the guy who played Stifler to be part of it soon. Sean William Scott, 
not in this skit would have made it better somehow. He's fantastic. People underestimate what a good actor he is. I'm not going to lie. Have you seen him in other stuff? He's real, real good. Other, other than the American Pie saga and Dude, Where's My Car? No, I have and not. And wasn't he in that movie with Paul Rudd? Role Models or something? Yeah, I must have He's that. really funny. And even his cameo in Anchorman was great. He's really funny. He was an Anchorman? Wasn't he the, you've got a dart in, or um, old school. You've got a old dart school. in your neck. <laughs> old, old school. Old school. Get out of town and take a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Most comedies I despise. Like, I can't, because st- I don't think they're written well, and I know they're not acting joy well. Like I so I, much. Look at me! Kate, this is what I have wrought on myself. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't stand Vince Vaughn. Like not since swingers have I been able to uh, to actually understand. Swingers is great. Like oh, like uh, uh, old school. No, wedding Dodge crashers ball? even less. Dodgeball is is passable because of the supporting cast around him. If it's like if it's a Vince Vaughn vehicle, you can forget about it. I'm done. I'm done with. Did it. you like swingers? I liked swingers, but he was like okay. young and like I. It was. It have was you seen him in serious thing. stuff? Yeah, eh, take him or leave him. Wow. Yeah. The breakup. This is how no. much I don't want to talk about the impending Von Wagner conversation. We have to have, I'm just throwing Vince Vaughn. Do, do, do I look like a guy who's watched The Breakup, Kate? I don't know. I made you watch The Courtship and other reality television. Nobody has made me watch The Breakup. I don't know. I don't know how mean your wife is to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. Uh, anyway. I like you, man, but you're crazy. He was great in old school. How dare you? Yeah. Nobody look, the chap wants you to demote me back to wrestling writer. No, I Demo- have a name. No, it's a and name. I'm not a writer for wrestling. She says, right I, I, I should be demoted to wrestling writer. Oh, you should be demoted to wrestling yeah. writer. Even though um this is your show that we're on. That's <laughs> whatever. Uh we got a Veen Wigner. He's he's uh, no! he's facing he's facing the Vince beach. Von Wagner. <gasps> it makes so much sense now. Vince Vaughn Wagner. Hey, baby, you're so money. <laughs> Is that what it says? He says, Did you say that? Um, the Beach, uh, the Beach, uh, had a shoot injury to his right hand, and he recovered from it and they moved on from it. He's wearing now, uh, not a cast, but something. His, his right hand is heavily taped. In a way that signifies he is still getting over an injury and they are protecting his right hand. So, of course, Von Wagner, true to his gimmick, is a dumbass who attacks the entire match the Beach's left hand. Because, like, I don't friggin' know. Like, (laughs) just, there you go. Uh, He did do that the whole match, didn't he? he? When, when Vern when Vern Wigner turns to the side and we see his profile, I can't help but think of Phil Hartman playing Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer on on SNL. Now, Unfrozen Caveman Wrestler is Nick Camaroto uh, from yes. AEW. That's absolutely Unfrozen Caveman Wrestler. Uh, but yeah, there's 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 a bit. Um, Nerd Guru says I can't think of a match I don't want to see less than Ronda versus Mandy and or Lacey Yuck. But then he says. 
Von Wagner versus Omos would absolutely be the worst match to watch, and I think that's probably true. Oh, that's teetering on. It's going to be so bad. It's fun to watch, though. That's getting there. Because they're both so big, and neither of them can go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, um, Von Wagner won. I don't know what to say about this other than Von Von Wagner won. So, it was like he can't lock in an arm bar, right? (laughs) Not right. They kept talking about the amount of pain delivered, and I was like, "Not. It's not supposed to be to us. It's not supposed to be the viewers. The pain is supposed to be exchanged between the two of them." Jensen's DDT was really bad too. Like, um. It was it was the smile at the end as if he thought he did something good that really broke yeah. my heart. Because I was like, if you think this was progress, it was not. This was a really, really, really bad yeah. match. And then the um, pointing gal and his manager were there at the end. <laughs> Graham B says, didn't see NXT kids this week, but get to the douja. No, douja the gone. Douja. There's no douche. There's there no is douja. no more. There's no douja because the, the, the ja part of the do is gone. It's it's, it's They over. released the ja. Yeah. Um, Zach Salazar says Vern looks like uh, Kali and Edge's love child. Something like that. Something like that. Um, uh, Alba Fire uh, won her match versus Lash Legend via disqualification. Alba Fire literally walking Lash Legend through this match was kind of painful to watch at times. Um, uh, these this Lash Legend is the type of project that they would have held off of TV for two years while they figured out what to do with her because she's obviously got some good points. You cannot learn how to wrestle on television. You just can't. She doesn't know what the hell she's doing. And she's going to get somebody seriously, seriously injured. I think in the future, if you actually train her properly, by the time that she comes back to television, she might be something. She's got good size. She's got athletic ability. She's got a personality. There's something there. Right now, none of that matters because she's going to get somebody hurt. There's a whole show called Level Up. I know. I mean, even, even that... Is too far for where she's at right now. And also, like, this whole show felt like a big whiff, like I said at the beginning. And maybe it was because she came in with a wiffle ball bat. What the hell was that bat? Yeah, That was not Floyd. That was not Sting Crow version's bat. That bat looked like it was made out of plastic. It was well, stupid. It, it, it was on was fire as she walked to the ring. So I don't think it was plastic, but... It's down look like wood. She 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 took Alba Fire's bat and hit her in the throat with it on purpose, getting herself disqualified so she wouldn't lose the match. But I it mean, was really bad. Kay- it was Kaylee Kaylee Ray was champ in NXT UK for like three years or whatever the hell it was. She actually felt kind of important up until they rebranded her. Like that's what I don't understand. Why do you repackage someone to make them feel less important? But Lash Legend looks. Like she's going to hurt someone. She looks like she's going to hurt somebody. Fully. Fully bring Nikki Cross back from the brink of terrible superherodom. Make make her like snap again. Be a little crazy. Not butch levels, 
but be a little crazy. Um, team her up with Dewdrop, but get rid of that friggin' name. Call up Alba Fire and the three of them, the three Scottish girls, like they could be a really fun, angry like trio that Mickey, could do some have, do some damage. Becky. Have Becky lead them. Well, I mean, Becky's doing her own thing right now. I think that eventually that might be a thing that they could be her henchwomen. That's fine. But I think that that Kaylee Ray's too good for this shit, man. She's just too good for this shit. I also shit. just don't understand why she's not on the main roster. Like, the yeah. main roster's thin, especially on SmackDown. Like, give me Alba Fire versus Shotzi Blackheart? Are you kidding? I mean, no, no, no. Like, like they, they just, like, Rhea's hurt. Rhea can't wrestle at, at Money in the Bank. And so the only alternative they have is Carmella versus Bianca Belair, which we've fucking seen a bunch of times. Like if like give me Kaylee Ray versus Bianca Belair, are you friggin' kidding me? What are we doing? What are we doing? Anyway, I don't know. Um, the main event is Carmelo Hayes versus uh, Tony D'Angelo for the North American Championship. The Long story short, we did not get my my the one thing that I want out of this fucking company, which is for Tony D'Angelo to win the North American Championship and immediately put a sticker on it of the Italian flag and call it the Italian American Championship. Um, we don't get it right now. I'm not convinced it won't happen someday. Maybe, maybe. Um, the the thing about it that is interesting beyond. The fact that we've now, we've spent three weeks, maybe, three, four weeks of um, Santos and Legato being under the thumb of uh, of Tony D. And we've already moved to the end of that story. Um, either they do stories for way too long and just keep repeating them over and over again, the same chapter over and over again, or they don't give the story a time to let it breathe and it just goes starts and finishes immediately. And that's the second one. I don't think this act, they actually did enough with this, but it's fine. Um, where uh, Santos does not give the brass knucks to Tony. He deliberately passes them to Carmelo, who uses them on Tony and gets the victory. Um, so now there's tension, and now we're going to get more Legato versus Tony stuff. It's going to be fine. Although, are we? Because Tony, Tony D'Angelo got hurt during a house show, and uh, Troy Donahue... Uh, AKA two dimes was let go because of a policy violation. Um, and so all we have left is stacks. So I don't know what this means for this, for everything, but, um, I don't know how bad Tony's hurt. Um, I don't know any of that. I will say I, I do need Tony if he's available next week, uh, to be like, uh, to stacks to come in and be like, Hey, uh, where's two dimes? And um, and I'm like, oh, I sent him to Sicily to do a thing. He'll come back when it's done. And that's it. And and maybe he never comes back. But maybe he does come back. Because they say, we'll hire you back next year, kid. Like, that's apparently the, 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 the work that came out. So, this is fine. Like, I, there was a really cool, like, like, like takedown into a backdrop. Yes, that was like, the spot that Tony I had. Yeah. is so friggin' strong. It's really weird how strong he is for his build. Um, because he's Mello's not a, like a great dance partner for him. Mello's Mello, Mello's great. Yeah. They they work really well together. Mello's great for anybody, honestly. Um, he is, but like this was very much a collision perfect. of styles. Yeah, this was great. Um, um yeah. 
Escobar's the man, dude. Like, I just, they had that segment earlier where he was just like, it's going to turn out fine. Don't worry. And I loved. Yes, boss. Yeah. And just um, the way he slid, that spot goes well or it Mm -hmm. goes bad. Yeah. It's either cheesy as hell or it's cool as hell. Because he can say, well, I put the brass knuckles in the ring. What do you want from me? Like he oh, he knew right. what he was doing. Uh, yeah, he was he was looking Tony dead on when he threw him to the side. It was really good. It oh, was yeah, very defined. Like, it was all right. Slipped yeah. is such like a fun yeah, in the mob thing do, to do. Don't do that. Like if you actually run this this bit, like obviously him, like don't be like, all right, you made one mistake, but I'm gonna give you a second chance. No, 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 no. Like it's done. We we did it. It's over again. Like you don't need to extend the breakup. Just do the breakup now. Um, you pulled the you pulled the card. You do it. I um, <laughs> I just really love Santos. Like, oh, and me too. I love how this is the first like turn probably in the reboot where I've really organically wanted to to mm-hmm. cheer for someone. Yeah, like it, that's been really refreshing. As I'm like, oh, he's kind of a face now. Like that didn't take some dramatic good guy promo that didn't take him losing 87 times. Like he's yeah. just someone that I, that I want to cheer for now. Yeah. He's just so damn cool. And he's very good at every aspect of this. Um, I don't know what they do now that Tony D is injured. You could certainly bring in more stooges for him. That could get really fun while he shelves is to have more little mobsters running around. And because it's not Tony D telling them what to do, they could get, you know, you're not the one in charge. You're not the one giving me orders or whatever. Like, there's a lot of really fun things that they could do. Yeah. But um, I loved that. And I, I thought the match was great. Carmelo's really good. Carmelo's mm-hmm. really, really good. Hopefully they don't screw him up because he's definitely a future star. Oh, and yeah. our moderator, Luis, by the way, reminding you to get in your super chats and your humper chats because we are headed down the home stretch. And I forgot completely to promote the fact that we're also on Twitch. And you can send in your Twitch bits to have your statement read on the air or even just to donate money so yeah um but yeah this this was very i loved what bookended the show from an in-ring perspective i did not like very much in between but yeah. i loved this match i thought this was fantastic um and so Sako always makes me happy even though that match didn't like click in for me i was very relieved to start the show with him yeah it is also tricky and i know they taped ahead but you should think ahead about these things no tag champs on the show. No Brown Breaker on the show. Like, it's not going to feel... No. It's it's hard to pull off a great show where a lot of your championships aren't there. Yeah. Tom LaValle says, NXT 2.0. Any word if Tony D is hurt for long? Um, I don't. I, I, have, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But stay tuned to Fightful Select because they'll probably be. Yeah. information on that as well as some big interviews that are going to be dropping so we should yeah. probably promote fightful select too and tell you all to subscribe yes uh in better wrestling news tony niece won a pure rules match in his fight at Utah next week for the title that'll be fun also mercedes and deeb are building towards what should be a really good match by tagging together uh yep that's also uh good i will take that forever uh jake salazar says uh they'll take all three uh, Alba Fire, Nikki Cross, and Dewdrop, and call them Scott's Tots. Oh, God, the cringiest episode of The Office. Yep. Um, uh, Riot DR says, I miss Cameron Grimes's hat. Do we ever get a kayfabe reason why he's not wearing the hat anymore? I don't know. It's a good hat. No, probably to show off his new hair. Yeah, that's, there you go. 
Uh, Chris Muller says, haven't been able to tune in for a bit, but wanted to stop and say hi. Hope you tune everyone in the chat as well. I hope Waller stubs his toe. I also hope Chris Muller stubs his toe. We love it when you stop by. The originator of the Shamrock Shake nickname. Mm. Uh, Jake Salazar says, Mr. Pringle, young Minoru Suzuki may be fine, but he ain't no Keith Lee. I don't know, man. I like Keith Lee. I'll I'm a say, big fan of the Keith Lee, but... I'll just say indubitably. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Zachary says Marina Shafir is a badass. Uh, she is a badass. She's definitely um, a badass, and I think she's going to be great with some more experience. Yes, agreed. Um, uh, so... Uh, we got we got a lot of stuff here. Uh, uh, Andrizelton says, "How bad does NXT have to get before Kalex just stop and do the characters for several hours each Tuesday?" We're getting there. We're, we're every getting week, there. buddy. We're <laughs> getting there. Um, by the way, that leads us into the jukebox, and we have a lot. We have a lot. We have a lot. Um, so here we go. <laughs> Am I ah. Um. So. Uh, well, here we go. We oh got my this gosh. One. Yeah. <laughs> you we guys got, are uh, awesome to us. Thank yeah. you. We got uh, J.W. Pringle saying, uh, do you watch the Boba Fetts or the Obi-Wans? We could talk about that for two hours with Linda and Sheila. Um, uh, <clears throat> I don't, I, listen, I, I stopped watching the Star Wars when the little teddy bears were throwing spears. I said no to that. And I moved on with my life. And I never look back. I'm sorry to say I do not watch the Boba Fett's or the Obi-Wan's. I don't watch the Star Wars. I don't understand why they're always fighting. It seems rude. Well, there's war in the stars. I remember this. It was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. See, I fall asleep and right I don't after that part. I don't understand why if it was a long time ago, how they can be so far to the future with all their blasters and their things. That does seem like they very have inter- advanced intergalactic technology. S- space travel, but how was it a long time ago? Was it like, you know, during the, or- I watched on was this it during podcast, the Oregon trail? You would know better than I would. I would. I would. I will say I saw this podcast episode on a channel called know your news. It was all about aliens. Maybe yeah. it had to do with the alien technology. Um, Jake Salazar says, huge fan of the Obi-Wans. The, the Darth Vader is vastly dangerous and violent, and I love it. Uh, well, he's he's the Darth Vader. Um, the so Darth. He's the Darth Vader. Um, so here we go. Uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard says, uh, in honor of Maddie Minus, can Alex sing Like a Virgin by Madonna? Um, I, I'll, 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 I'll do it as, uh, as, as Gunther, because you didn't ask for anything. We haven't done a Gunther in a while. I made it through the wilderness. Somehow I made it through. Ooh, didn't know how lost I was until I found you. I was beat, incomplete. I'd been had. I was sad and blue. But you made me feel, yeah, you made me feel shiny and new. Who, like a virgin, touched for the very first time. Like a ver- uh, uh, virgin, when your heart beats next to mine. That should have been yeah. that deserved regal treatment. I feel like. Yeah, well, we got we got more regal on the way. <laughs> um, so uh, we need uh, uh, for uh, in honor of, of Zach going to Poland for the army, please sing uh, William Re- Regal singing "Fortunate Son" by Creedence Clearwater Revival. 
Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, they're red, white, and blue. And when the band plays Hail to the Chief, ooh, they point the cannon at you, Lord. It ain't me, it ain't me. I ain't no senator's son. It ain't me, it ain't me. Ain't no fortunate one, no. Uh, uh, some folks are born silver spoon in hand. Lord, don't they help themselves, uh, sunshine. But when the tax man comes to the door, Lord, the house looks like a rummage sale. Yeah. It ain't me, it ain't me. I ain't the millionaire's son. No, no. It ain't me, it ain't me. I ain't no fortunate one. No. 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 War games. Um, well played. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> for Zach going to the poem for the army, um, uh, sing Army by Ben Folds in the accent of Kate's choice. It's going to throw you for a little loop in a good way. Yeah. I'm going to say Nathan Fraser. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I want to get this thing because sometimes... This doesn't actually show up. Here we I go. I don't know the words. I know. I, no, army, no, no, no. I. Oh, uh, oh, come on! I don't want this. All these, all these websites. They always. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, stop it with the ads. Always with the ads. Always with the ads. Like blue shoe and magic spoon. Um. Well, I thought about the army. Dad said, you're fucking high. And I thought, well, yeah, there's a first for everything. So I took my old man's advice. Three sad semesters. I was only 15 grand spent in bed. Well, I thought about the army. Dropped out and joined a band instead. Grew a mustache and a mullet. Got a job at the Chick-fil-A. Certain artistic differences. The band broke up in May. And in June, roof formed without me. And they got a different name. I nuked another grandma's apple pie and hung my head in shame. Oh, I've been thinking a lot today. I think I'll write a screenplay. I think I'll take it to LA. I think I'll get it done yesterday. Oh, shit. Oh, hey. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> that was a great choice by me, not to like pat myself on the back too much. Yeah, but That's good. Um, uh, we get uh, Tony D doing Informer from NCB has requested this. It's been done. We've already done it, but I, 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 will, I, I will, I'll do it. It's all been done. Oh, come on. I just, I hate these websites that re that reload every time because they make me lose my place. <clears throat> what's up, man? Hey, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's going on here? Sick and tired of 5-0 running up the block. Hey, uh, informer. You know, stay daddy me, snow go, I go blame. A licky boom boom dam. Detectives, the man say, daddy, show me, stab someone down the lane. A licky boom boom. Licky boom boom, what the hell? Informa, I say no daddy, no don't blame a licky boom licky boom boom. Who's licking the boom boom? I don't want to lick no boom booms. Thank you, but licky boom boom detective man say do that. Gabagool. Tony D reciting bad habit by the offspring. Um <laughs> uh oh god. Uh what the heck? There are ads literally everywhere. Um, uh, when I go driving, when I go driving, I stay in my lane, but getting cut off makes me insane. I open the glove box, reach inside. I'm going to wreck this guy's ride. I guess I got a bad habit of blowing away. Yeah, yeah, I got a bad habit. Yeah, yeah, and I ain't going away. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, we're running out of time, everybody. Yeah, kind of get down. Um, <laughs> Jada Pringle says, Kate knows Ben Folds. Color me impressed. Oh, I love Ben Folds. Great live concert, too. Learn to Live with What You Are is like probably a top 50 song for me. Um, JB Pringle says, uh, uh, can this be the new outro for NXT two point blow? Come what, come what, come may, come what, come may time when the hour runs through the roughest day. Oh, a little bit of Shakespeare, a little bit of Shakespeare. That's very sweet. Uh, no, there's no way I'm getting to this today. We'll do it next week. I promise. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to say, uh, goodbye to everybody. Cause we're going to get out into two hours because I guess I, we are. Find us on the socials and watch all of our shows. Keep going, gotta go. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.